you know, when we place our shingle out and we uh, jump out and say we want to start our own business, you know, that takes a lot of courage. That's not for everyone. Um, that's that's a very small percentage, um, honestly, of America who will will throw their shingle out, um, invest their capital to provide jobs. That takes a ton of courage. Hi, Greg McAfee here, and welcome to the Greg McAfee Show. Um, if you haven't done so already, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube or to the pod channel, uh, because each week I put this content out, um, hoping it will help you succeed and sleep better at night. So hit that subscribe button right there, turn on those notifications, and on every Tuesday when I put out a new episode, you'll be one of the first to see it. So today... Um, I've had uh, I've had a couple phone calls with some uh, business owners, and we've talked a little bit about this subject. And I've also had someone text me uh, last week and just said uh, just a real positive text. I love to get those, don't you? Uh, just a real positive text that said, "Thank you for standing up for what you believe in. Thank you for sharing uh, more about God and your uh, and being a witness for Him." And that was just awesome to hear. Uh, because so much negative, you get so much negative and people listening to this thing just to catch me doing something wrong or how a microphone looks, you know, on the camera. So thank you um, for listening because um, I'm, I'm not here to hear myself talk. I'm here to help you. And I, I will say this again. I am um, I do have a couple people who want to come on and talk on the show, and we are going to do that more and more. It's not just going to be Greg here talking. Once in a while it will be, but uh, we're going to invite some uh, business people and some, actually my, my son, who's tw uh, Travis, who's 27, and my daughter Tiffany, who's 17. They both want to come on the show and talk a little bit about um, millennial stuff and um, how to work with millennials um, so I've got a, a Generation X and I've got a, a Generation uh, Y and uh, two different generations, um, which we're going to talk more and more about gener how to serve every generation because we serve five generations. But anyway, um, today I want to talk about uh, godly attributes to running a business. And um, it's just good stuff to know. Godly attributes to running a business. If you want your business to be more successful, you will consider applying some of these into your life and into your business uh, and into your leadership. Uh, so number one is courage. Um, you know, when we place our shingle out and we uh, jump out and say, we want to start our own business, you know, that takes a lot of courage. That's not for everyone. Um, that's that's a very small percentage, um, honestly, of America who will, will throw their shingle out um, invest their capital to provide jobs, that takes a ton of courage. Um, now, you don't have to be a Christian to do that. Uh, that's just flat-out courage. But when we do place our shingle out, it's a brave act. And uh, But first and foremost, 
um, we don't shrink um, from that challenge, okay? We don't shrink from that challenge. We face danger all the time. We're facing danger all the time. We, we, put, li- we put our liability out there on the line. Um, I, you know, I've talked about some things that have happened in, in our little world, in our little business, um, you know, from running into a city building because my driver was huffing uh, spray cleaner, um, you know, um, there's just a lot of liability. Um, I, I know a good friend who owned a business and, and uh, the, someone pulled out in front of him and he hit them and he killed someone. I mean, there's just a ton of liability and it takes a brave act per se, to step out and run your business and accept that liability and take a chance, provide jobs, provide a good living for people. Um, It's a brave act. Um, But I want you guys to know this. Some of you know this, some of you don't, but God did not give us a spirit of fear. Um, And that's that's biblical because in 2 Timothy 1.7, and this is out of the New King James Version, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So when we're fearful, I just want you to know that did not come from God. Uh, God did not give any one of us the spirit of fear. When we have fear, we've brought that on ourselves. And that, may, that might come, probably does, from more of an evil spirit, but that does not come from God at all. And uh, when we face difficulty and self-denial for the sake of others, that's not easy. Um, that is not easy, and that's, that's, a, that's a task we accept. That's a calling we accept. It's not easy at all, um, but we do. And we deny ourselves for our employees, for our customers, and for our vendors. Vendors. Now, that's not again, that's not easy. And are we perfect at it? Absolutely not. We're in the flesh. We're human. Um, but we do our best as, um, as a godly attribute to have courage in all that we do and put others first. And, and I'll probably touch upon that a couple times here. Number two is stepping up. You know, have you ever told someone, your, your, your children, um, you know, step up, make it happen, step up, um, you know, step up to the plate, uh, you know, get up there, get in the game, um, stepping up. We are, we are the first ones. If you have godly attributes of running a business, you're going to step up. You're going to be the first one out of your seat, literally, when a crisis arises, um, we take the initiative as a problem solver, and we just make things happen. We, we also, we're problem solvers. We want to fix a problem fast and move on. And what some of our problems, as a business owner, some of our problems we deal with on a daily basis, I've said this before, but most people couldn't handle them. It doesn't make us any better. We have our own weaknesses that we can't deal with. But as a business owner, having a godly attribute Step up to the plate, fix those problems, um, keep them from happening again, and move on. And you'll be more successful, and and you'll definitely sleep better at night. And I know I talk a lot about sleeping better at night, but I've been coaching for over 10 years, and that subject always comes up. 
you can't sleep good at night when you've got a lot of problems. And when you can't sleep good at night, you can't function during the day and you can't run your business the way you should be running your business. So sleep. I mention sleeping better at night all the time because sleeping better at night is very important. It makes for a better leader. It makes for a better spouse. You know, it makes for a better friend. So if you can sleep better at night, you're going to be better off. Number three, provide and protect. We learn and must be willing to provide and care for those who depend upon us. Now, whether you have two employees or whether you have 2,000 employees, um, you provide jobs for those people. You take your business out of the equation, those people are going to have to go find jobs somewhere else. So you're providing jobs, but much more than jobs. We provide an atmosphere as if you're running a business under godly attributes, you're going to provide an atmosphere where people can succeed in. Uh, I just did a short little video this morning for another thing, another part of what I do, and it's a 60-second little uh, version, but I talked about providing an atmosphere where things are clean and things are safe, whether it's in, the, whether it's in your building, whether it's in the trucks, or the trucks, um, whether it's in your warehouse, whether it's in your sheet metal shop, or whether it's in your job site, which in our case would be the customer's home. So that's very important to us, is to keep things clean and safe, and it has paid off over the years. And it's been that way from day one. Um, But we provide jobs and work for others. We produce more than we can consume, and then we share it. I want to really drive that one home. Because we produce more than we can consume. And a good godly leader is not worried about how much they need. It's not, it's not, I I told someone the other day, I am motivated as much as anybody in, in my league, per se, a business owner, I'm motivated as anybody to make money. But once I make it, whether I give it away or whether I invest it or whether I, um, whatever I do with it, the, the making it is what motivates me. The making it is what's exciting. You know, after that, I, it, it's definitely important to me. I wouldn't, wouldn't be where I'm at if I, didn't, if I wasn't a good steward and I didn't manage things well. But the excitement comes in making it. How much can I make? If I do this, how much, you know, what, what can I, what can I get? That's the excitement of it. That's, that's what drives me. I I love stuff. I love stuff like that. And I like, if you're a winner, you're going to be driven by many different things. What drives you? All right, let's go back to provide and protect. We provide a safe place to work where people can succeed. Um, And the Bible says in Proverbs 3.27, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is your power to act. That means do not um, withhold good if you're, if you're capable of doing it, if doing good. If, you're, if it's, if it's your, under your power to act, do not withhold good from someone else. Not always easy, but that's what we're supposed to do. Um, number four, encourage others. When we when we do have the ability and the opportunity to help someone, we need to help someone. 
uh, it's important that we do help someone when we have the um, opportunity to do so. We can't solve all the world's problems by any means, nor do we want to try, um, but we can be po a positive force in the lives of others and the people around us, such as our team, our customers, and our vendors. And the first part of First Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other. Encourage one another and build up each other. So that's all about encouraging, folks. And if you're going to have some attributes of a godly leader running a business, um, boy, that's a good one. That's a strong one. Um, the next one, number five, is self-reliance. Now, we are, um, re we are relying on God, um, but he also put us here to work. He also put us here to work the earth. He also put us here, um, and, and we can go back and we can discuss, you know, the, when, when, they, um, when Adam and Eve was in the perfect place, um, I don't know what work looked like then, but when Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve was in the perfect place, um, they decided to uh, both eat, eat the fruit that God told them not to eat, and then their whole, their whole world changed, changed which, which affected us since we are humans, and they were the first humans, and they sinned, their whole world changed, and God said, you're going to have to sweat to earn and work. And that's exactly what Adam had to do and everyone else after Adam. So I don't know about you guys, but nothing has come easy for me. No one has ever dropped $100, even $100, into my bank account and said, here's some help. N never. We've worked, we've worked hard. We've been self-reliant. We've relied on God. We've prayed for things, but we've been self-reliant to work hard for everything we have here. Everything. Um, so we do rely on God for our strength, but we have the confidence to lead. Um, and, and just like the Boy Scout motto says, be prepared. Um, as a godly leader, we'd prefer not to depend on anyone else's preparedness, but our own. And that's just how we're cut out. That's just how we're made. And um, so we're probably more self-reliant. You've got to be very careful if you're too self-reliant because you just override God and think you're capable of doing everything and you're not because God has given us everything and he can take it away from you just as fast. Number six, um, honesty and moral strength. A uh, Christian leader does what's right, and also is confident enough to call out others when they don't. Um, he deals with others in integrity. And, and, and for the most part, that, that, means, that means your team. Um, you know, um, you're not going to call out anyone, you know, walking down the street um, about what they're doing wrong, but if your team's doing something wrong, you've got to be confident enough to call them out on it. Um, you've got to be confident enough to call your kids out on it, and you've got to be confident enough to call your best friends out on it. So, um, we, we should be able to be trusted to do what's right, 
um, even when no one is looking, and our word is our bond. I I was uh, I visited someone a company the other day, and they said, "Now we're going to tell you this, but don't tell anybody." I said, "My word is my bond. Um, I'm not going to tell anyone. Uh, it's not. It's just not what I do. You're trusting me with that information. That's as far as it goes." Now we have a big problem with that today. Uh, because everybody wants to share everything that's going on, every little problem and every little thing, and even what they make per hour. I'll, I'll tell you guys, I mean, this is my 31st year, but I just have a real challenge with that. Um, one employee sharing with another what they make. I mean, I just have a real problem with that. I mean, we we confidentially paid them what we felt they were worth, and they agreed to it. And that's that's a biblical story in itself, um, where the where the business owner started hiring people in the early morning, and said they would pay this amount for the a day's wages, but he kept hiring all day, and all the way to the end of the day, he hired someone for the same wage he gave someone in the morning. Well, the morning person said, "Hey, that's not fair." I've worked for you all day for the same amount you're giving him to work a few more hours. And the business owner said, but you agreed to that. What business is it of yours? What I pay someone else when you agreed to work for this? Well, in my world, the same thing applies today. If I want to pay someone $20 an hour, um, but we get into a little bind in the business world and I can bring someone in to help that person's load, but I have to pay them 23 or 24 bucks an hour or whatever it is, 30, 35 or 40, whatever it is, that's between me and them. That's my option. That's my business. Um, so we, we, we get, um, I, I've, I've heard people say, well, um, you know, employees now know what everybody makes. Well, I don't know. I don't. I totally disagree with that, and I've never really cared what anyone makes. I only care about what I make. When I worked for someone else, I didn't care what anybody made. All I don't. All I wanted to know is what if I'm making is a fair wage, and if I deserve more, I will go directly to the boss and ask them for more. But that's me. Not everybody can do that. They'd rather. Some people would just rather complain about it or quit. Anyway. The next one is tenacity. <laughs> Talk about quitting, right? Tenacity. Tenacity is the bill. It's like a bulldog. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a bulldog hang from a rope, but they don't let go. And that's tenacity. That's not letting go. That's not quitting. That's hanging in there no matter what. And, um, and a um, when you're running a business and you have the uh, godly attributes of running a business, um, you don't give up and you don't shrink away from adversity. Um, the phrase it can't be done doesn't come easily to you. Um, tenacity is one of my favorite. Matter of fact, someone interviewed me last week and asked me, what are some of my attributes? Um, what are some of my, um, gifts? And I, the first one was, I thought of was tenacity. Uh, because I just don't quit. I just don't give up. And I quit one thing in my life, and I have regrets today. Um, I have regrets that I quit wrestling 
you know, in ninth grade. I have regrets. Um, I was wrestling the state champ. Knowing what I know today, that was the best possible thing I could have done. He, I mean, he beat the crap out of me every single day. But I was young and stupid, and I didn't get good wisdom or advice from my parents, basically, because they should have not let me quit. They should have said, get your butt back in there, apologize to the coach, and get back on the team. Uh, but instead, I quit, and, I, and I'll never forget that. And I'll never forget the coach coming to me and saying, I thought you were better than this. And I felt about that big, but I didn't know what to do. Ninth grade. But I don't quit. And I also, what I did from that, what I learned from that was with our kids in sports or anything else they did, they weren't allowed to quit. Now, you don't have to go out next year, but when you start something, you finish it. And you finish it the strongest you can. Little did I know that wrestling the state champion and getting beat up every single day was only going to help me become a better wrestler, for goodness sake. Okay, the next one is uh, self-control. <laughs> oh, my. Self-control. Uh, if you have the att godly attributes of running a business, then you're aware of your limits and your strength and your appetites and your independence and your language and your power. And yes, you do have some power. And and your and you respect others. Um, you call others. You expect others to do the same. And sometimes that'll that'll get you in trouble. Uh, trust me. Um, but you give a command and you keep it. And um, your word is your bond. What you do and say. What you say you will do, you do, and um, and you try to do it better than anyone. I mean, that's just a fact. But um, but anyway, going back to the self control things, you you got to realize you do have power. I wrote I wrote something in my book. Build and grow your HVAC business, and um, I wrote something in here that talks about the captain of a ship. He thinks he's king of the hill, right? Uh, king of the ocean. And there was another ship coming from the other way, and the captain says, this is Captain Rogers. Um, prepare to go a different route. I'm on a route here. And the other ship came back and says, um, please go a different direction. We are on the same route. And the captain was got very defensive and said, this is Captain Rogers, 25 years service. Change your direction now. And long story short, this went on two or three times. Long story short, the last response, please change your direction. This is the lighthouse. So sometimes we, we don't have as much power as we think. When you're dealing with the lighthouse, it's not going to move. Okay? So we got to be careful, though. We got to be careful. Um, and you got to be self controlled in what we do. And you've got to realize it, you don't own it all, God owns it. And if you're going to run a business with godly attributes, you, you have to realize you don't own it, God owns it. You're just managing it. Um, so manage it well. Um, not having good luck here with papers today.
Um, we actually had our carpets cleaned, and there's a lot of humidity in the air. I don't know if that's it or not. Uh, thus reason why I did the little 60-second on clean and safe. Okay, the next one is we're under authority. We're definitely under the authority of God. Um, we're, we're no renegade. We're not a lone ranger, and there's definitely no S on our chest. We respect authority, and even though we might disagree with authority, we respect it, and, uh, and, and we only challenge it if it's immoral or if it's going to bring harm to someone. That's the only time we would ever consider challenging authority. Um, so we depend on our team. In order to depend on your team, you need to take care of your team. You need to do different things that takes care of your team, providing a, a safe environment, providing an atmosphere they can succeed and make a good living and provide for their families and provide nice nice equipment, vehicles, tools, all safe tires, all that kind of stuff. That's your responsibility. There's a lot of responsibility, but if you're going to run a business with godly attributes, that's what you do. The next one is showing respect. A good a good person, a good godly attribute business owner shows respect to themselves and to those they meet, regardless of who they are regardless of who they are, regardless of what position they hold, we show respect. And we look people in the eye, we give them a firm handshake. That's something I taught my kids from the time they were little, is when you shake hands, you stand up, you shake hands, you look them in the eye, and you give them a firm handshake. And that's very important. That's a lost art. And every time I speak to students and schools and anyone I speak to, I share that. If you want to make an impression on a on a uh, interview, uh, look them in the eye and give them a firm handshake, because it's rare nowadays. Some people give you their hand and then they forget about it, and it's like mush and uh, not a good impression. So we um, we also um, we show kindness. Uh, to women, and this is not politically correct, but I still hold a door open for women. When my wife and I walk along the street, I still walk on the um, inside toward the street. You know, that's really old, old school, but it's just, it's a politeness. It used to be men would walk on the inside and the and their wife would walk on the outside because the horse and buggy days would, sh you know, spray water or whatever, uh, dirt, mud up on them, so they kept their wives, the women, um, farther from the street. And, and that's where that came from. Um, but it, it's just being polite. And no, it's not politically correct, but I don't care about that at all. Um, okay, and um, it's good. They're good. They're good at helping others. Um, know their value. So I try to encourage people, um, I, I try to encourage people to know their value. And um, a lot of people are, are short on the confidence and we need to build confidence and help people build confidence. The next one is loyalty. 
Um, we are loyal to our family, to our friends, to our community, and to our business, to our, to our um, employees, to our customers, and to our vendors. Loyal. Um, that's not popular today. Um, the, average, the average length of job used to be 12 to 15 years, and now it's three to four. No loyalty. Doesn't matter. I don't like it here anymore. Same things happen in a marriage. If you ever go to a marriage, a divorce court, and it's packed full, very, very, very large portion of people get a divorce. You know why? It's just not working for me anymore. I just need to move on. I need a change. Wah. Poor excuse across the board, whether it's for a marriage, whether it's for a job. You're loyal. I am loyal to the people who take care of me. I am loyal to them. I am loyal to God. I am loyal to my wife. I am loyal to my family. And I am loyal to my employees. And when someone leaves, it hurts me like a family member would leave. Most people don't understand that today unless you're in my shoes. But that's that that it does affect you. It does affect you. Especially when you hire someone in from scratch and you train them everything they know. They would know nothing without your training. Nothing. They'd still be bagging groceries somewhere. Um, but they can leave like that and not think a thing about it. Not think a thing about it. Uh, I can't get my head around that at all. Um, but that's me. And that's and there's a lot of people like me. But that's I should say that's us. The next one is humility. And we esteem others as valuable people, and uh, we lift them up and, again, encourage them. Um, we understand that there's strength in apologizing, there's strength in asking for forgiveness, and there's strength in forgiving others. Um, be humble or you shall stumble. And as confident as I am on just about everything I do, I've got to be very careful because I've got to be humble. Um, I, I teach confidence. I teach think positive. I teach be optimistic. I think I teach um, write down your goals. You, you'll make them happen better and all that kind of stuff. stuff. But then you go back to that self-control thing about realizing that you don't have it all together. You don't have all the power in the world. Um, that's for sure. Um, but, but when you realize that, you'll be okay. And if you have a tender heart and you can apologize, you'll be okay. And you can forgive others because nobody's nobody's perfect. And you can forgive others, and you, and you don't you don't get all babyish and cry about things. And I'll show them. Man, life's more than that. Come on. Um, and lastly, compassion. Uh, again. Not popular for everyone, uh, but this is a moral strength. Um, we don't exploit um, other people's weaknesses. We respect all positions of life, no matter what level of life they're in. Someone called me the other day and said, um, I, I, I just, I, I work at such and such restaurant, and all I do is really flip burgers. And I said, then you should be the best burger flipper in the world. I mean, 
if you're going to, if whatever job you have, I don't care what it is. You know, burger, flipping burgers used to be an opportunity in America because when legal immigrants would come to America, they flipped burgers. That was an opportunity because where they came from, they didn't have that opportunity. And a lot of them flipped burgers so well that they opened up their own restaurants and they provided for their families. They made more money than they ever thought they would. And they put all their kids, seven kids through college. That's what happens in America. America is still the land of opportunity, no matter who's in charge right now. America is still the land of opportunity, and anything can happen. But we've got to have compassion on people, and we've got to respect all positions of life because life deserves respect, even in the womb. It's life, and it deserves respect, and it's definitely not getting it right now. But that's a whole other story, and there's going to be a lot of people answering for that one. So, godly attributes of running a business. It's a lot of responsibility. It's not for everyone, nor should it be. But we can all take something away from what I said today. We can all apply one or two of these attributes and make our lives better and make our, our marriages better and definitely make our businesses better. Um, and sleep better at night. Let's leave it at that. I hope all this helps. Have a great day and carry on.